You are listening to the Bozeman United Methodist Church Sermon Podcast. Every Monday morning, you can catch up on the previous Sunday sermon or ones you've missed from the past. You can find out more about us at bozemanumc.org or on our Facebook or Instagram page. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget to share with a friend. Oh, man. Well, grace and peace to each of you of you who have joined us this morning. My name is Pastor Zach Bechtold, and I'm so glad that you are here with us this morning, whether you're in person with us or you've joined us online. We know that no matter how or when or where we gather, we gather together with the Holy Spirit and we worship with one another. Church, it is the season of Advent. Can you tell? We've got our trees up and our candles lit. My shoes have changed to blue and my sweaters are only going to get uglier this season, I promise. It's going to be so much fun just to be here and to begin to celebrate the birth of Christ. But church, I have bad news for you. You have to wait. You have to wait because Advent is a season of waiting. It's a season of anticipation. It's a season of a lot of feelings, some moments filled with hope and joy and and peace and love, and other moments filled with grief and and courage and, and memories and love. And these few weeks that we have between Thanksgiving and Christmas into the new year, they hold so much for us as people. Each year offers new ways for us to feel human, to sometimes be overwhelmed, to find ways and space to celebrate and to be full of joy in all that makes us as human. It's a time for us to be thankful, to give and to to receive gifts, to, to decorate, to sing songs, to be present in this season. But most importantly, we settle in for the hardest part of this season. And I know what you're thinking. It's the next nine months of winter, but that's not it. That's not the hardest part. It's not the hardest part. The hardest part is waiting. Waiting for the anticipated celebration of the birth of Christ. See, church, we know. We know that hope is on the way, but we have to wait. And I don't know about you, but waiting is extremely hard. I know it's not just me because I drive around town and there's people honking constantly. We live in a world of instant gratification and instant results, and it's hard to wait. And I don't know that anybody just simply enjoys waiting. Personally, the things that I hate waiting for, I hate waiting in line. I hate it. I hate waiting in line. I hate waiting in traffic. If I have to stop at a red light, oh my gosh. And God forbid if the internet's slow. Mm -mm, That is where I draw the line. Absolutely not. Waiting is difficult. It's stressful. It's even painful at times. And I find it very ironic that we start the Christian year with that very thing, with waiting, with anticipation anticipating the birth of Christ, waiting for the hope of God's love and grace for all people to be realized in this birth of a baby. And the most difficult thing that I'm going to ask you to do every Advent season 
is to wait. And I don't mean to wait to get into the Christmas spirit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get into the Christmas spirit. Wrap your presents, sing your songs, put up your lights. Do all the things that you love to do to get into the spirit. And bless those of you who are like me who started a month ago. And for those of you who wait until after Thanksgiving, bless you too. However you need to get in the spirit, go ahead. We don't have to wait on that. But as we get into the Christmas spirit, the thing that we do have to wait on is Jesus. We have to wait to celebrate the birth of Christ. We have to wait to wrap that baby snugly at the manger. We have to wait on the angels and the shepherds and the wise men. We wait in anticipation for the Christ child. And the most beautiful thing about this season of Advent into Christmas is that waiting is ingrained into it. And we wait with lights, with music. We wait with each other and presents and parties and all of things. All of these things are ingrained into our traditions, whether it be the church or our own. We put lights on our house and on our trees. We light candles. We sing songs. We gather together. All to tell the story of the birth of Christ in our own beautiful ways. And so throughout this season, light, especially light and music, are going to help us tell the story of the child of the light that we've come here to celebrate. And as you wait... Know that even though we've turned the page onto a new Christian year, the light of Christ hasn't been turned off. It's simply a soft glow within us. It's a soft glow of hope glowing all around, waiting to shine as we move closer to Christmas. And as the Advent season is of waiting, it's also a season of hospitality. A season of making room for people. A time for welcoming people into our homes, our our communities, our lives, our church, all over the place. We are making room for people. Advent is a time for welcoming people in many ways. And how we show hospitality makes a difference. Especially during a season that tells us we have to be happy and joyful and put a smile on and pretend that nothing is happening. In a season that tells us we can't be human. But each and every one of us, wherever we may be, we have all of the fills this Christmas season, this Advent season. There are days that joy is hard to come by and that is okay. There are days where hope feels the furthest from our souls, and that is okay. There are days that our hearts aren't at peace, and we don't feel the love, and that is okay. In this season of anticipation, the unexpected happens. And we all have the opportunity to welcome the most unexpected in. And how we welcome people, how we welcome the unexpected matters. And that's exactly where we pick up in Scripture today with two women who are having the most unexpected year of their lives, Elizabeth and Mary. See, Elizabeth, she's pregnant with who we know as John the Baptizer. But Elizabeth, Elizabeth is, 
She's well past her childbearing years, if you will. So much so that her husband, Zechariah, laughed when he got the prophecy. When the angel was like, hey, your wife is going to have a baby, he giggled. It didn't end well for him. And then we have Mary. Mary's a young woman engaged to a man named Joseph, and she is Elizabeth's cousin. And see, Mary and Joseph have just found out that Mary is pregnant with the Son of God. And in response, Mary goes to Elizabeth's house because she knows, she knows that if anyone will understand what it's like for an angel to show up and say, you're going to have a baby. But for Mary, you're not only going to have a baby, you're going to give birth to the Messiah. If anybody is going to understand what that's like, Elizabeth might understand. And so hear it again from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. Mary got up and hurried to the city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And with a loud voice, she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women and has blessed the child you carry. Why do I have this honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard the greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed the Lord would fulfill the promise made to her. I mean, for a minute, put yourself in Mary's shoes. It has to be a frightening experience, not only to know that you are with child, but that child is the son of God. That has to be an incredible experience with a full range of emotions, joys and fears and everything in between. And where does Mary go? She goes to Elizabeth, the one person who will know, who she knows will make space for her. And as soon as Mary steps through the door, it's clear that Elizabeth knows what's going on. The child within Elizabeth leaps for joy, and, and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit, and she shouts. She doesn't just quietly yell from the other room, oh, hey, hi, Mary. She shouts, God has blessed you above all women and, and blessed the child that you carry. Why do I have the honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? See, church, there are certain people that I'm sure if they walked through your door unexpectedly, you would jump for joy and be so excited that they were there that you wouldn't apologize for the mess. You wouldn't even ask if they wanted a cup of coffee or a drink. You'd just go get one and welcome them in to have a seat and just enjoy their company. And there are others. I'm sure a very small number of others that if they showed up at your door unexpected that you turn all the lights off and hold your breath and hope that they didn't think you were home. But Mary, Mary shows up at her cousin Elizabeth's house and Elizabeth bursts with Advent hospitality. She can't help herself. She's not only excited that Mary's there, she's excited and she immediately knows she is hosting the mother of the Lord. What an honor Elizabeth recognizes. She recognizes what Mary already knew. And they have this shared experience. They have this shared experience. 
And I believe that we as people, we gravitate towards others who understand us, who have shared experiences, who have lived life in similar ways that we have, both good and bad. And we need people who understand who and where we are, what we're going through, how we feel. And Elizabeth is just that for Mary. She understands. Mary doesn't walk through the door and and get a lecture or a whole bunch of questions from Elizabeth. Mary receives Advent hospitality, a, a hospitality so full of hope that the child within Elizabeth leaps for joy as she welcomes Mary in. It's that hospitality that we welcome. It's that hospitality that allows Mary to settle in and to be herself. And I can imagine. I can only imagine as she sat there, as they sat there together, the emotions that the two of them had, the stories they told, the laughter that they shared, the fears that they unpacked with one another, the tears that those two women shared Think about all they had to talk about. See, you and I, we know the rest of the story. We know who John becomes. We know who Jesus is. We know the fullness of their lives, their ministry, their death, and Jesus' resurrection. But Elizabeth and Mary, they don't know any of that. They don't know what will happen. What they do know, they know that the Holy Spirit is with them. The Holy Spirit is with their children, growing within. And they know that there is hope as they wait. In this season of waiting and anticipation, we find a deep need for Advent hospitality. A hospitality that brings birth to hope. Church, we're going to have people walk through our doors. The doors of our home the doors of this church, the doors of our community. We have people that are going to walk through any number of doors in our lives this season who are looking for space to simply be themselves, to be received with the same Advent hospitality that Elizabeth receives Mary with, to walk through the door, our doors, and rather than apologize for the mess, we hand them a cup of coffee and offer them a place to sit. We make them feel at home. To walk through our doors and rather than answer a bunch of personal questions that cause them to hesitate to even walk through the door, we leap for joy because they're there. Church, this Advent season, there's so much. There's so much to do. So many places to be. There's so much stress around having the perfect season and finding the perfect gift, having enough gifts, being in all of the places that we have to be for all of the activities, the pressures of work and life. It is easy, it is easy, it is easy to miss the hope that is before us. But if we wait, if we allow ourselves to slow down and wait, we can feel that hope begin to grow. There are going to be moments throughout this season that you're going to be Elizabeth. You're going to be the one with the opportunity to welcome somebody in, to make space for someone just to be themselves. 
You will be the one to offer hope in this form of hospitality. And then there are going to be times and throughout this season that you're going to be merry. You're going to need a place to be. A place where you can go and just be yourself. You're going to need somebody who simply understands. Who knows where you've been. Who has a shared experience that you can just unwind with and say all that you need to say or say nothing at all. Somebody you can be honest with who won't judge, who won't question, who will simply listen and make space. There are going to be moments throughout this season that we are Elizabeth and Mary, that we have the opportunity for this hospitality. And in this season of waiting and anticipation for the birth of Christ, for the hope of the world, it's so important that we remember that we're not waiting for hope to be born. We remember that hope is already within us, leaping for joy when people walk through our doors. Hope. Hope is there in all of the ways that we welcome people in. Hope is always growing within us. And so in the season of Advent, let us take a breath. Let us slow down. Give yourself permission to wait. Make space for yourself. Make space for others. Be present in this sacred season. Church Christmas is on the way to be here soon enough. But let us wait in this sacred space and begin to welcome the unexpected in. We pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to the Bozeman United Methodist Church Sermon Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on each week's sermon. To find out more information about us, you can go to bozemanumc.org or check us out on our Facebook and Instagram pages. No matter where you find us or connect with us, we pray that you get out there and do good.